Hello and welcome to Chasing Himalayan Dreams, the podcast. My name is Susan and I'm the author of the best-selling book, Chasing Himalayan Dreams. Have you had dreams you put aside? Do you feel a hiking adventure in the Himalayas is a mountain too far? I believe you can do it if you have a moderate fitness and an inability to let your dreams go. This podcast brings you the book. Every episode is a chapter, like an audiobook. I'm using text-to-speech technology to create every episode. So do start listening and enjoy. Dream. I have spread my dreams under your feet. Tread softly because you tread on my dreams. William Butler Yeats. Sundakfu is the Himalayan dream that I've been chasing all my life. This is the story of that dream and how it became a reality. Did you have a dream at 16 that is buried deep under the messy muddle of more important things? I caught glimpses of this impossible, ridiculous and useless dream over the years. A dream the size of Kanchenjunga is hard to ignore forever. This dream is not about a goal, an achievement, or about doing, it is only about the right place, at the right time, to do nothing at all but be in a waking dream as close to the white heat of a sacred mountain as possible. To gaze on towering Kanchenjunga and the sleeping Buddha nestled in a snow-white blanket against brilliant blue skies, where the stain of pollution is blown away by wild Himalayan winds. I must walk five days and sixty-one kilometers to do this. Three days up and two days down. Touching four thousand meters. That's meters not feet. In the way for thin air, that you are grateful for every breath of air, unseen, clean, and scarce. I'm not sure if this is a dream too late. Time is running out for all the adventures I'd planned to have as a child. In late childhood, my favorite book alternated between Rudyard Kipling's Kim, and Tolkien's The Hobbit, both classic quest stories. On long winter afternoons, I'd laze on the stone benches warmed by the sun and plot out, complete with complicated maps, how I could cycle from Lucknow to London, or take a train from Vladivostok to Venice. But, none of those happened. Why? The responsibilities of adulthood marriage, child-rearing and career, and as the years raced by, I forgot the dreams of my younger self, until my youngest child finished school. And a slot of time opened, for the forgotten things, like dreams of mountains and long winding trails. I love being an older woman in India, free from the attentions of the rampant roadside Romeos and ever-present lectures, no perverse sexual innuendos, or eve-teasing. Eve-teasing is the euphemism for low-grade continuous molestation that sexual gauntlet that every woman must run in India, every single day. Every woman and girl knows the rules of public behavior. No eye contact, no smiles, elbows out, no reaction, and even that can be insufficient protection. Then, when you cross fifty, a blessed cloak of invisibility descends, and you can venture out without being jostled by mistake, leered or subjected to lewd propositions. Which brings me back to why it took me so long to get to Sandak Fu. I first saw Kanchenjunga at 16 in Darjeeling. 16, the perfect age to fall in love. I yearned to escape the confines of the convent hostel and the reeking chaos of the bazaar for the real mountains, but neither the nuns in the hostel nor my parents would give me permission. A girl alone? Impossible. No, not even a group of girls together. Unthinkable. Orgies? Drinking? Sex? No. A trek? Even worse. I no longer need anyone's permission. I'm going to see Kanchenjunga and the sleeping Buddha up close, because of a once impossible dream and a breathless and quiet longing. 
It is the mountain that has been calling me, and it's time to answer. Not climbing, not conquering, not crushing. Gazing or darshan is enough, only to look at Kanchenjunga, the gem in the middle of the sleeping Buddha. Seeing is a kind of love too. I want to gaze at the five treasures of snows, Kanchenjunga, that rears up like a frozen wave of ice. It's the third highest peak in the world, and the highest peak in India, if statistics impress you. I prefer the treasures myself. The main massif of Kanchenjunga is in India, the other peaks are across Nepal and India. Kanchenjunga remains inviolate, as acknowledgement of its sanctity no climber has ever stepped on the summit. The Himalayas are a holy land, dotted with sacred lakes, divine peaks and blue glaciers that gleam and soar in the collective imagination of the subcontinent. The wellspring for the subtle currents of culture and mythology that make India unique, on a practical level, the Himalayas of the geographical magic that have forged the fertile, teeming subcontinent that stretches from the frozen plateaus of Tibet to the dancing waters of the Indian Ocean. On a personal level, the Sundukfu trek is a doable adventure. Even at 60, even if you are not a great climber, or fitness freak, you, or anyone can have a Himalayan adventure without the rigors of Everest or Everest Base Camp. There are many astounding treks in the Himalayas, and this one is balanced between challenges and breathless moments. I don't have a lot of vacation time, so a six-day trek to Sundakfu is right for me now. But am I fit enough for a steep trail in the Himalayas? I walk 10 kilometers on a weekday and double that on the weekend. And I can do uphill and downhill stretches, I can do this, of course I can. Altitude? 3,000 to 4,000 meters is not much. Or is it? Am I healthy and fit enough without going to the gym or following rigorous routines? If you want to be remembered when you are dust, do something worth writing about or write a book worth reading. This was my adventure of the year. I have an adventure every year. I'd rather do a challenge and fail than not have a challenge and succeed as the greatest couch potato in the world. My challenge was to hike to Sundakfu, breathe in the Himalayan magic, and write a book about it. I hope you enjoyed this chapter of my book. If you liked it, send me a message or let me know. You can find the ebook or print book on Amazon. Also, there's a free book of Himalayan mandalas for you to color in on my website, susanjaganath.com/freebies. Keep listening.